0: There. Do you love Kindling Conversation? Make your voice heard and vote for it at the Australian Podcast Awards. Head to kindling.com.au slash vote. But do it soon because voting closes April 1st.
1: Hi, I'm Siobhan Hunt, and this is Kindling Conversation, a Kindling Kids radio podcast. Just a quick note before we get into the next episode. If you haven't already, I'd love you to rate and review Kindling Conversation wherever you get your podcasts, or if you enjoy the episode, share it with your friends. All right, thank you, and on with the show. This week, Children's Minister David Gillespie said that Indigenous children in the foster care system should be able to be placed with non-Indigenous families. Currently, there are kinship laws that mean authorities try to keep abused and neglected children within their family or community. Gillespie said, and I quote, There's a fear that we would create another stolen generation, but I'm not advocating that. Following on from this, the Channel 7 morning program, Sunrise, hosted a panel discussion with two non-Indigenous Australians about why this would be a good idea. We thought we'd ask someone who has actual lived experience of the issue itself. Radaway Hick is an actor. You might know her from the ABC series Cleverman, but she most recently took a personal turn with her work when she started Our Kids Belong With Family. It's a campaign across social media. I should say there's a hashtag in front of that. Hashtag Our Kids Belong with Family. She and her father are also carers for her nephews. Hi Radaway, how are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Good. How did you feel when you heard Minister Gillespie's comments?
0: So Fortunately, I don't watch uh, Sunrise at all. <laughs> <laughs> and um, But I just went onto Facebook and I saw quite a few people sharing it and I have been deeply hurt by this. And there were words thrown around like, what was said was white families should be allowed to adopt abused Aboriginal children to save them from rape, assault and neglect. Now, I'm... Aboriginal, and I'm a carer. I, I'm looking after two of my nephews, and I can't help but take that personally, because we work so hard to make sure to ensure that the children are safe and happy, and are in, you know, in a very healthy environment. Uh, and to constantly get this sort of stereotype uh, within my own family hurts me. But then wider Australia as well and what we've already have put up with for many, many years with the Stola generation has really hurt my family a lot, actually.
1: So over a year ago, your nephews were placed in the care of a non-Indigenous family for several months Mm
0: -hmm. without
1: you knowing. Mm -hmm. What was that experience like? I can't imagine my nephews being taken from their parents and not being given to us as the next family member.
0: Yeah, it was when the boys were taken, we weren't informed straight away, which is breaking their own, you know, placement laws that welfare is put into place and the government has put in place for their organisation. And I just remember feeling really terrified. My dad and I weren't sleeping and we were just constantly thinking about, like, are they OK? Are they going to be safe tonight? They had their first Christmas away from us and birthdays and... I remember just feeling really sort of um, helpless.
1: And why didn't, do you know why they didn't let you know and why the boys didn't come to you guys first?
0: You know what, we were never given an explanation for why they didn't contact us and I do still have family members who work for Territory Families who were the people who took my nephews away and and they all know that I've been looking after my nephews since they were born. Every year they come down to Sydney and spend um, holidays with us and know our bonds that we have with each other. So, no, I, I have no idea why they didn't do it, but I, do, I can have a bit of an understanding, especially with the comments that were thrown around so, you know, easily on Sunrise, that this is coming from a place of control and, you know, a next generation of the stolen generation, you know.
1: And when the, I mean, the, the discussion on Sunrise apparently... Someone said uh, everyone's being too politically correct about creating a next stolen generation. What's your
0: response to that? Using words like being politically correct or, you know, or even um, they mentioned on Sunrise as well, we shouldn't be afraid to be labelled racist or all of that. I think that you've got to be really careful with what you say. You know, you're talking about people's livelihoods here. Um, When children are taken away from their families and from their culture and their traditions, but especially their families, that's when mental health issues come into play. You know, Aboriginal people have the highest rate of suicide in the world, not just in Australia, but in the world. That's concerning. And we're not a large percentage of people in in Australia or in the world. We're we're a small percentage and we're either incarcerated or where people are dealing with suicide and mental health issues and that's got a lot to do with a stolen generation and what has happened in the past of being ripped away and forcibly removed from our families and the damages like that can happen to you. I know like a lot of families and you know mothers who feel sad if their child is just going to have a sleepover at their friend's house for the weekend mm-hmm. or you know something as simple as that <laughs> the effects it makes on a child who's having their, their first day at school and being away from their parents, that's upsetting for any family. So imagine like what it's like being completely removed. And what is concerning about what was said the other day on Sunrise is that they use the word permanent care. So they're wanting to take children away, Aboriginal children away, and take them away from their family permanently, so meaning until they're 18. Everyone's saying the PC gone mad, but these are people's lives here that we're talking about. And it's been thrown around without any care at all.
1: You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Radaway Hick. She's an actor. You might know her from the ABC series Clever Man. But she's also the carer of her two nephews along with her father. She started a campaign across social media, which is hashtag Our Kids Belong With Family. Um, And we're talking about her response to both the Minister David Gillespie's comments about children being placed with non-Indigenous families and also the discussion on the Channel 7 morning program, Sunrise, where they were basically saying that this would be a good idea. Radaway, you were just talking about the impact this has um, across Indigenous culture. Let's take it down to a very um, micro level, if you like, and let's talk about your family and the boys. What was the experience like for your nephews being placed away from family for that period of time?
0: Well, while the boys were uh, with a foster family, so they were non-Indigenous, and we had no idea where they were or who these people were in the beginning, we had to work really hard to find out how how they were going. So I used to have phone call sessions with them once a week, and they've always grown up to be very proud of who they are and where we come from. English is our sixth speaking language. We speak. Well, they're Yoong'o, so I'm Young as well. Uh, they speak their grandmother's tongue, my language as well, and their mother's language from the desert region near Alice Springs and English. So they're pretty intelligent kids and have always been proud of who they are and where they come from. But while they were at this home, this foster home, for, I think they were there for about four and a half months, they began to tell me not to speak to them in language that English is the correct language to speak. Uh, they didn't want to be called by their original names. And so this is what I'd like to call is cultural genocide, is people coming in who have no awareness or understanding of where these kids come from and how important it is to know where they're from and their culture and traditions and being told that they're not allowed to speak their language and that we are no longer going to call you by your names, which happen to be Aboriginal names. So that was, you know, deeply concerning for us because I, you know, I grew up with my father who is English, he's non-Indigenous, but he has so much respect and love for my culture and my language that he's always embraced it and has always um, encouraged me to to continue to learn my language and, and practice my traditions and my culture and which is what he does for the boys as well. And how are they doing now? Oh, they have just, they're so happy. A couple of weeks ago, the the older nephews are now six. Uh, they've been with us for about a year now and they're doing really well at school the six year old has a speech tomorrow oh. which he wants to do which he wants to do it all in language. Oh brilliant. And yeah, it's really lovely. So I've been um, teaching him and we've been we've been practicing his speech, which is really, really great and I'm so proud of him and, and proud of both of them and how far they've come. And they've said to us a few times without even me having to or any of us having to say anything. Because uh, the older one remembers being taken away. He says, I'm so happy that I'm with my family. I'm getting emotional now. <laughs> yeah, and he just... And through hearing a, a child say that just tells me how important it is to continue to fight this fight and how important it is to raise awareness because it, these kids need our help. And it's really concerning that people, you know, like the, those guys on the panel on Sunrise can to say things so openly and blatantly be racist without even having any education or awareness of what is really going on and the depth of how damaging what they were saying, how damaging that can be to many people.
1: You started the campaign, hashtag Our Kids Belong With Family. What would you say to someone listening who's wanting to know how they can help?
0: What I'd like to say is we need as many non-Indigenous people, not speaking for us, but as our allies, to come with us and stand with us, uh, spread the word, spread the awareness. I think, and just get, just start reading things. You know, reading as much information as you possibly can about it. I think is really important. Yeah, and for those people who are a part of the stolen generation or um, have their children who have been removed, don't give up. Keep on fighting. It does feel like a helpless um, world when you when you're, you feel really isolated, but you're not alone. There's a, an amazing group of women called Grandmothers Against Removal who are who helped my father and I a lot when we were fighting for my nephews and just to and just for everyone to have a voice and to be able to listen and hear each other's experiences is important. Right away, thank you so much for
1: speaking with us today. Thank you. That was Australian actor, Rodaway Hick.
0: Hey there. Do you love Kindling Conversation? Make your voice heard and vote for it at the Australian Podcast Awards. Head to kindling.com.au slash vote. But do it soon, because voting closes April 1st.